Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, Pete Wright. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, we uh, What a great episode last week. I had such a good conversation with you. I feel like I uh, it's always nice to reflect on some of these uh, baseline processes that uh, help me uh, get my work done. Me too. Help that was me. so good. Mm-hmm. So we're following up uh, a little bit more follow-up on that topic on this whole idea of prioritizing and overwhelm. And so we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, finishing what we start, this whole idea of follow through. But before we do that, make sure you head over to takecontroladhd.com, get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show on the website, subscribe to the mailing list, please, please, please. You'll get just a little email each week when a show goes live. So you make sure you don't miss a single one. You can also, of course, subscribe for free on iTunes or your podcast uh, application of choice. Connect with us on Twitter and Facebook and call us. Leave us a voicemail at 503-664-480D and you just might end up on this very show. And it's true. It is. It's very true. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. All right. That's it. So let's talk about it. Let's follow through on our follow through. Okay. Let's do that. Well, and that that is actually kind of the common uh theme sometimes when I talk to people is that I've got all these great ideas, great projects that I have in mind and I start them, but then I I don't follow through with them. I don't finish them and it frustrates me and it frustrates my family. Help me, help me, help me. Uh, And, uh, and so, and, and, and I completely relate to this because how do I do this without throwing my husband under the bus? Oh, do it. He's easy. I'm just going to throw him under the bus. Throw him Love under the him. bus. Yes, yes. But that, ha- and he would actually be the first to admit that, you know, that kind of happens sometimes in our own house. <laughs> <laughs> we start these projects and and they don't get finished um, with good intention. I'm sure that someday they will. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and it may take some time. Um but yeah, so I have some tips on how to get them finished. Did I ever tell you about my floor? Do you remember no. my wood floor problem? Uh-uh. Okay. So this is a this is a prime example. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to throw myself under a bus so you feel not quite Better. as bad throwing your husband under a bus. I don't feel guilty. Okay, yeah. great. Good, so good. my wife and I, maybe I've told this story, but it was probably 200 episodes ago, so I'm going to tell it again. Mm-hmm. We have uh, We had wood floor in our kitchen leading up to this kind of Berber carpet in this, in our kind of eating room when we bought the house and it was not a good match i don't know how they ended up with that kind of pattern so i said well let's just go ahead and replace the floor in the we'll just match the floor in the eating area with the kitchen wood so let's just i'm just going to peel up a piece of wood right where the floor meets the carpet and i'm going to take it to home depot 
and I'm just going to have them help me match the, the floors. Now, I'm sure those of you who are listening who have any experience at all in a flooring project know how ridiculous that is. It, almost impossible. <laughs> almost impossible. And the fact that I had no experience ever doing any flooring, nor did my wife, uh, just piles on. So I go to Home Depot and I explain my situation and he kind of smiles and nods and he says, so um, uh, this is a, you know, this is a project going to take some work. And I think uh, your wife is really going to enjoy this floor with her next husband. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Right. And so <laughs> that now I tell that preamble just to make the uh, the impact uh, more uh, important. That hole in the middle of our floor where I lifted up and pried up that board <laughs> remained exposed for four and a half years nice but you're still married we are Yay. still married and we eventually <laughs> finished the floor thing we got we actually people who are expert in such things came to our home and they made it beautiful and so that but this follow-through thing is something that's very close to my heart around our yes. house Yes, it's it's hard. It's yes. hard. Well, and I think that the first my first tip is that we probably need to identify what are the things that you're not following through on. You know, is there a trend here that's happening that you're not aware of? Now, obviously what you're talking about is a it, well, it's a big project that you didn't think was going to be as big as it is. Is it really ended up being? So that that could be part of the problem right there. Um, is, <laughs> is, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's taking on something much bigger. And that's probably what's happened in my family, too, because I can tell you, um, I'm just going to share this story and hope that I, I am still married. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this show. Come <laughs> on. True. Well, last year, uh, we had a snowstorm or a windstorm. I wasn't even, well, no, it was a snowstorm and a windstorm. And <laughs> the snow, you know, we live kind of in a mountain and the snow um, piled up on our trees and with the wind. Anyway, one of these trees, one of these big trees fell down in our backyard, not, well, kind of up on the hill of our backyard. It's not even really technically our backyard. It's like the hill that's behind us. Right, because you live up against uh, like an, it's not an urban growth boundary, but there's, there's nothing there. It's just right. like woods up, a, your yard ends and then there's woods. There's wood. And and one no of these fence, trees. No nothing. No, no. And it, and we're, there's lots of trees, but there's this one particular tree that fell down. And that has sparked all of these great ideas for my husband. And he, <laughs> he decided that he wanted to get an ex, he wanted to rent an excavator. And oh, I can see where this is going. <laughs> yeah. I want to start and, digging down into the mountain. We need a lair. He totally did. I mean, he, I, mean, I wish, I don't even know how to explain it, but him and his friend <laughs> go down the hill with this excavator. I don't know how it didn't tip. I don't know how they didn't get hurt, but <laughs> they take it. They finally got it down to where our land is. And yeah, they took trees and branches and and tried to clear this little area and, and he had great hopes and intentions and I have to tell not... you I really really hope that this story ends with and the excavator is still there half buried oh, no. in our mountain <laughs> no, no 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 we rented it and those things aren't cheap so right, that, right. That, that went away after the end of the weekend yeah um but it did it did definitely definitely clear some space and and he had some great intentions again of you know what this was going to be was it were we going to put like this fire pit and and then there was this like controversy between does the uh what is it called the jumping thing the um dog no no no, no the, what the kids <laughs> jump on trampoline 
The trampoline. Thank you. We had all of this controversy between, you know, just the trampoline belong up there. Well, I'm like, no, because it's still a hill. Like, what if they <laughs> fall? Like, they were jumping off yeah. of a trampoline at an angle. <laughs> but he was going to flatten it out with the excavator. I mean, he had like these really big plans. <laughs> so That's anyway, like I... shooting your child out of a cannon. That's a horrible <laughs> idea. It was a horrible idea but he was sure that he could make it safe because he was going to make it flat he was going to make this hill flat and you know to his his uh, defense he did i mean there is like a flat area up there but after the excavator went away and i won the argument that the trampoline <laughs> needs to stay down where the lawn is not where that it's we're flat, keeping score or anything yeah <laughs> um our backyard you know i'll just take a picture of it and and i'll put it on the website it, it's still <laughs> it, it it you know it it's just flat and is there's it, nothing is it flat though i mean that's that's a real win like that's a triumph for uh for male thinking right there if he actually got it flat yeah i think it is i have i don't really spend a whole lot of time up there to be honest <laughs> with you um because i just don't really understand what his intention was like i know he wants to make it this like fun place like a you know like a fire pit and and everything but it's and he was on Pinterest. Oh, God help us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, getting ideas. And so, I mean, bless his heart. He really does have great intention. It's just that the problem was, you know, he's not a landscaper, right? He's not a professional. And so um, I think that the project just got a lot bigger than what he expected. And time started passing. And here, you know, we started this last April. And, you know, by the end of the summer, you just want to throw in the towel because it's end of summer now. So why even work on it at all? And, and I, and I, and we actually haven't talked about what we're going to do with it now because <laughs> here it is spring and we're going into summer and we probably do need to do something with it because we have a, this like flat section on our hill. So that is a riot. That is actually a better story than mine. I adore your husband. I think he is a wonderful man and a hero to me in many ways, but I will yes. never hire him to do any excavating around no. my house. <laughs> No, no, that that was crazy. So anyway, going back to what my purpose or intention of this show is so we can finish and follow through the show <laughs> is identifying those projects. And really, the point is, is looking for trends, you know, um, what's going on. And, and there's basically kind of three things that I can see. Uh, that happened. And, and one of the things, and, and probably really, if I look at my husband's example, all three of these things happened. Um, first is you don't know what the next step is. You know, you're just not sure what to do next. And so you do nothing. And I can definitely see that in my backyard. It's like, it was too overwhelming. There was too many next steps, mm -hmm. you know? And so what happens is we just don't do anything with it. So we, uh, we got through step one on the floor project, but step two caused us uh, real trouble. Because it was too hard or complicated. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the next step is that, you know, you figure it out, but then it's too hard or complicated or a bigger project, you know, than what you expected. Um, and then we keep finding excuses to sort of avoid it as well. And, uh, you know, going into the marital bliss of our situation, <laughs> I'm like, hire somebody, let's just hire someone to take care of this, you know, and, 
And he's like, no, 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 I could do it myself. So there was this controversy with that too. So then that's still not settled yet. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, and then the third thing that I see that happens with people is that they're, they're just not interested in the project anymore. Um, you know, they started off and this kind of goes back to what the gal said last week. You know, you start off really excited about it and then it, it wears off. It's not as exciting. And so right. you, you're going to find something else to do it. And so my, my thought on that is, you know, can you just dump the project? Like, I can't just dump my backyard. We're going to have to figure out something to do with it. Um, it probably is fine the way it is. I should say we could, because it's still kind of foresty. I don't know if anybody would even really notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, it's just coming back to any other project too. Like, could you dump your floor project? Probably not. Like, you, you know, exactly. that, that isn't something that you are. Now, you lived with it for four and a half years. It, well, you know why? Because it became a toleration. <laughs> we became numb to it. And, exactly. And it became ridiculous. And, you know, it was ridiculous until, uh, you know, for the love of a father-in-law comes over. And I think he, he made a trip here. And he said, he said kind of slyly, he said, so, see, the floor is still not fixed. And that was it. That mm-hmm. pushed that pushed the buttons for both of us, and we we got it fixed. It was time to get it. It done. was time to get it. Yeah. It was time to get it done. We yeah. had become numb to it, but it it was ridiculous. It re- reached ridiculousness. So anyway, well, but, you know, it's what... funny because that no longer interested part. You know, I, I think it's it's okay to be no longer interested. To your to your point, you're likely no longer interested because of either the first or second issue or both. You don't know the next step or it's too hard. And so you are suddenly not interested in it anymore unless you've dug yourself a hole, sort of proverbially speaking, uh, <laughs> and you just have to finish it. But I, I also think it's really important, and I, we talked a little bit about this last week, it's okay to not be interested in something. And I think that's where a lot of us get stuck is when you you start something and you feel this sort of psychic obligation yes. that you have to finish it. And you totally don't. In most cases, you just don't. Like, it's okay to let go. It's really okay. Well, and I agree. And I see this, you know, a perfect, a a perfect example for this, um, is people who have a lot of craft projects, right? I Mm -hmm. see people who are quilters or I talk to people who do all of these crafty things and, you know, they start off with a quilt and, but then for whatever reason, they don't like it anymore. They're not as interested, but they do, they have that guilt and that obligation to, to finish it. And so I agree. I mean, I think that let that go. If it really isn't something you're interested in doing anymore, then just donate it or give it to somebody that would want to finish it because most quilters know other quilters and somebody will want it for sure. And so, but yeah, letting that go and being okay with it, I think can be a huge release because then you can focus on what you really want to do that needs to get done. Exactly. You know, focus on the right things. Um, With that said, then I think that once you have what it is that you want to do or you need to focus on is setting the intention to finish it. It's so easy to think that you're going to do it someday or this weekend and that day happens and it doesn't get done. And and so we really have to kind of... um, be really intentional, you know, scheduling it into your calendar and saying, okay, this weekend I am going to, you know, work on this backyard project or I, you know, this next week I'm going to make sure I hire the right people to get this floor done and make the appointments and make it happen. Uh, eliminating your distractions, you know, that, that could get in the way of that. Um, and I just, I don't know, there's just something about that word intention that, that, gets to me because I'm thinking, okay, if I really set my mind to it, 
then I will finish it. If I don't, if I'm not fully committed to it, then I'm not going to finish it. So I got to get committed and and then really set the intention, if that makes sense. That's totally, absolutely. I love it. The third tip that I would suggest is getting help if you need it. Um, having a coach can can really definitely help an ADHD coach, or if you're working on a, a clutter type of project, you can certainly work with a professional organizer. But it's that body double that we were talking about earlier. Um, just having somebody in the room with you, you know, can make a big difference. Um, a coach can keep you accountable. They can keep you focused. They can help you break down those projects if you need to. Um, you know, there's a lot of different resources out there to get help if you need to. So never feel like you have to do it alone, especially if you're struggling on, on following through on a particular, um, project. I think that that's a a great avenue to, to look at. Um, the last thing I want to say is I really want to know what people are saying to themselves about this project, you know, watch yourself talk, because if you're kind of walking around thinking, well, I never finish anything I start, you know, or I, you know, you're really beating yourself up because I never, my, my husband's mad or my wife's mad and this is just who I am and da, da, da you know, then that's what is going to continue happening. So just really be careful with the way that you talk to yourself and and believe that, you know what, I can finish things. And if I do set the intention and I schedule it and I eliminate these these distractions and and I'm committed, I can do this and really believe that you can, that shift can really make a huge difference. That is so true. I love that last point. Well, um, have it. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, and I think a good way to wrap up. Do we have any other, uh, any other news for the people before we uh, say our goodbyes? No, I don't think so. Excellent. All right. Well, goodbye people. Yeah. Goodbye. Thank you. Now that we've like <laughs> shared our stories, I would like to hear stories from other people. What have you finished that never got started? Or what did you start? What have you finished that never got started? I want to know what you finished as well. Either right? one. Either one. Call yeah. us 503-664-4ADD <laughs> or post a, a note on Facebook or Twitter. Take control ADHD on both. We would love to hear from you and, uh, and hear your stories of follow through. Uh, let us know, reach out. That's it. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we will catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.